Companies should periodically re-evaluate and revise existing workplace standards. Companies should constantly review and re-evaluate their protocols for two reasons. First, is to find out any of their protocols that are making their employees less productive at work. Second, is to help them improve their protocols in order to help the company grow. For a company to grow and expand faster, they must be flexible in their practices. A rigid company most often will grow at a slower pace. One of the ways to review and reevaluate a company's protocol is for the superiors in the company to talk about the difficulties lower tier employees experience at work and try to get suggestion from them. Superiors should just not ask for reviews, but they should commit it as well. Another way that companies devise to get honest suggestions is by creating a process that constantly reviews the company's policies. In an article published on Inc. in 2018, Robert Glazer, the founder of Acceleration Partners, a marketing management company explains how he was able to communicate better with his employees via email by simply asking for their honest feedback. Robert noticed that his employees were often confused and tend to leave out important details in their reply. He suspected that because his emails to them are not clear enough. In order to correct, he will often ask his employees to rate his emails on the scale of 1 to 10 shortly after he has sent one to them. By so doing, Robert was able to have a better understating of the kind of email that present his thoughts clearly and the kinds that do not. Robert asking his employees for review did not only help him communicate better with them but also helped his employees to be more confident of relaying their opinions, suggestions, and thoughts to him. Companies that are facing challenges as regards building a great communication tie between the superiors and the lower-tier employees should learn from Robert Glazer's strategy and create a review system. This would allow lower-tier employees to give more honest feedback without the fear that it would attract any repercussion. Also, it would foster stronger and better communication between bosses or employers and their workers. Most meetings can be avoided or replaced with written updates. When you hear the word company, the picture that conjures in your mind is a bunch of individuals dressed corporately having a round table meeting. This mental picture is true because every company at one point will put all work to a halt for a company meeting. Though company meetings are important, the majority of them are not productive. Instead of a company to interrupt the workflow of their employees by holding distracting meetings, superiors or team leaders can write a report that will bring the company up to speed with the advancement the team has made on the ongoing project and their plans as regards upcoming projects. This strategy will allow employees to focus on their work instead of attending a distracting meeting. Also, it helps the company to make necessary updates it needs for its employees within a short period of time. Team leaders or superiors can also update their team members or employees by sending each one of them a report which they can read during their leisure time. If there is a need for a physical meeting, superiors should avoid making such meetings compulsory for all employees to attend. According to an article published on Harvard Business in 2018, the lesser the number of attendees in a corporate meeting, the more effective the meeting is. This is because there are fewer distractions to deal with when there is a fewer number of attendees. Instead of insisting that all employees should attend a physical meeting, leaders should invite a few employees that can contribute better to the conversation. To have a productive meeting, it is advisable to not let the number of attendees to exceed eight. Employees that are not invited and would love to be part of the attendees should be allowed to the meeting only if they can argue why it is important that they attend. Also, employees that are invited and do not want to attend the meeting should be given the chance to opt out provided they could argue as to why their presence is not needed in the meeting. 
In such meetings like this, one of the employees should take notes which will later be shared with the whole workers. Traditional offices facilitate distractions and lower productivity. One of the arguments used to label the idea of a remote office as unsound that it fosters poor productivity. Though this is true to some extent, traditional offices come with a handful of disadvantages too. Oftentimes, employees interrupt each other for different reasons one of which is to ask a quick question which has the tendency to lead to a longer conversation. Also, a worker talking on the phone will distract another worker sitting beside him or her. To reduce distraction to the barest minimum, employees should avoid talking loudly if there is a need for them to talk. Also, a different room should be allotted to employees for making phone calls. To further eliminate distractions, companies should adopt open office designs. According to a study published in the scientific magazine Philosophical Transactions of the Royal Society B, Biological Sciences, researchers claim that if a company uses an open office design, its employees will most likely use email or instant message to communicate to their coworker than approaching them in person. This is because open offices do not give employees the leisure of privacy, this will make them hesitant to communicate directly with their coworkers. Also, employees feel that they are being watched by their superior in an open office and because of this, appear to be busy. One major downside of open office designs is that it does not give room for workers to interact with each other better. Businesses should encourage employees to take vacations and pursue personal growth. An overworked employee is a less productive employee. One way for a company to ensure that its workers are productive is by allowing and encouraging them to relax. Companies should give their workers an extended vacation to spend with their family and friends. Companies, should not for any reason, interrupt an employee that is on vacation with work. Also, companies can help their employees pursue their personal growth by enrolling them in any community class of their choice. In an article published on Harvard Business Review in 2017, Neil Pazricha partnered with Shashank Nigam the CEO of aviation company Simplifying to test whether the idea of a compulsory vacation for employees is good or not. In their research, Simplifying employees are given a week off every seven weeks and they are not allowed to do company-related tasks while on vacation. Their managers noticed that creativity and productivity rate of their workers have increased and they are eager to work than they were seven weeks ago. When all else fails, take a vacation, tilde Betty Williams. Companies should not expect or demand immediate responses to emails and other messages. Most people think that responding to an email only takes a few minutes, this is wrong. When responding to an email, an employee is likely to spend more time checking for new email. Employees should resist the urge to reply to every message or email instantly. Instead, they should designate some time to do so. If an urgent message needs to be conveyed, it should be communicated either via phone or in person. According to a column published in 2013 New York Times, Alina Tugend, a journalist explained that though it is not demanded that companies respond to their emails immediately, sometimes an anxious sender would love to get a reply as soon as he reaches out. Also, senders, most times take silence from a company as rejection and tend to be offended by it. Sometimes when a sender's email was not attended to in time, the recipient most likely decided to respond to the sender's email in a more thoughtful manner. This result in a prolonged reply or no response from the recipient because he or she has forgotten. Tugend advises a sender to follow up on his or her email if there is no reply from the recipient. This nudges the recipient to respond to the sender's email.
Salary negotiations create undue stress in the workplace. Companies that allow their employees to negotiate their pay often create a wide disparity in the salary structure of the workers. A new employee who is a great negotiator may most likely convince a company to offer him a better salary than his superior. This will create an imbalance in the company. Instead of allowing employees to negotiate their salary, the company should create a payment system that matches or outranks industry standards. Also, companies can create a payment system which rewards based on the level of an employee's productivity. Eliminating salary negotiations allow workers to be compensated evenly for their effort without their color or sex being a reason for paying them less. Salary negotiation is seen as being biased and it favors a few employees leaving out the rest. Lastly, eliminating salary negotiation will further create a friendly atmosphere for both the company and its workers. Two workers occupying the same position but being paid different salaries will most likely not work collaboratively because of the disparity in their salary. It is advisable that companies should adopt a transparent salary tier instead of allowing their employees to negotiate their salaries. Toxic workplace practices can quickly become part of a company's culture. A business leader should not hold on to every behavior exhibited by his or her workers if it only occurs once or twice. However, business leaders should not tolerate every bad behavior as it can become a habit and affect the whole company. If they notice that a certain habit that can paint the company in a negative light is reoccurring, they should curb the habit in a professional way. Business leaders must learn to strike a balance between being tolerant and being disciplined. Making fewer commitments can leave a company open to explore other options. Most business leaders and entrepreneurs do not believe it is reasonable to turn down opportunities. However, accepting another opportunity from a boss or a customer requires another amount of commitment. Simply put, the more opportunities you accept, the more commitment that is required of you. When a business leader or worker cannot turn down opportunities, it makes leaves them overworked and exhausted. This has an adverse effect on their mental health and productivity in general. Companies should always encourage their employees to turn down opportunities with deadlines that are unrealistic, or that offer little value to them and the company at large. Conclusion Growing a company is not an easy task and you should not make it more cumbersome than it is by adopting a payment option whereby your employees negotiate their salary or do not take time off work to refresh their minds. Your employees are the pillars that uphold your business, the better you treat them, the better you will experience growth in your business. Try this, advice your employees to not reply to their emails immediately and to prioritize primary tasks first. Also, create a platform for them to express their opinion without any fear.